Hello, everyone. You may have heard that Breaking Through Glass Ceilings has recently partnered with Symphony of Balloons. Symphony of Balloons offers luxury balloons for your event as well as a 360 booth. So if you're looking to save money, simply mention that you heard about this service on Breaking Through Glass Ceilings and you can save 10% on your order. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Brian H. Waters here with another episode of Breaking through glass ceilings with uncomfortable conversations. This show, of course, brought to you by B Waters Productions, is sponsored by For Your Wear. It's also sponsored by Symphony of Balloons. And also, if you don't know, you can save money and earn extra points on Fanatics and Rogue Energy Drink. So now we got those out the way. Y'all saw the title. Let's talk about it. Lady went viral. A cheesecake factory. It is trending. I have not seen many people talk about the cheesecake factory this much. Maybe since the mid, no, early 2000s. Like 2001, 2, 3, 4. But yeah, all of a sudden, I'm on Twitter today. And I'm working, editing some videos. And I look and I see Cheesecake Factory. Like, my first thought is, wait, did it shut down? So to be real, I saw Cheesecake Factory and Best Buy trending. Now, I've talked about my Best Buy days. And I'm like, hmm, why are these things trending? So I click it, of course. And I see that this lady... First, it was like this tweet that said how bad the dating pool is because the lady refused to go on a date. So I watched the video. I watched the one that everybody's seen on Twitter first. And I saw that she was refusing to get out of the car. First of all, the guy was a gentleman. He said, hold on, let me get your door. And as he's walking across, he says, I'm not. <laughs> you got me at the Cheesecake Factory, y'all. Constantly looking at the camera. It's like she's talking to the camera. I'm like, wow, that's disrespectful. So I've seen everybody talk about it. One thing I did notice was how many people still have love for the Cheesecake Factory. Saw people talking about the bread. Me personally, I used to love their fries. I think most of my time going there, my go to meal might be like fries and maybe like a sub or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, I've had the cheesecake there a few times. Wasn't nothing special. You know, maybe because it was also like, uh, but it wasn't that much. It wasn't that special. Like, I personally like Junior's better. Also, there's a cheesecake at Safeway that I would get at Safeway Supermarket. But I saw a lot of people talking about it. Um, shoot, you know, shout out to and all. She said, I don't like the Cheesecake Factory slander, but one less table to wait for those Buffalo Kickers. I need to try that out. But I saw, like, I saw a lot of people talking about it. Now, at this point, as I record, 11-11, out to the time, like, wish y'all. Um, but I record 11-11 p.m. Eastern Time, 23,000 posts. And I was thinking, like, wow, their stock is going to go up. Yes, the Cheesecake Factory stock is going to go up. Because how many people will go there this weekend just because? How many dates? How much TikToks will be made? I'm doing content about Cheesecake Factory. There's a plenty of YouTube videos 
doing content about the Cheesecake Factory. All because a lady refused it. And I thought it was the most ridiculous thing. Um, you know, everybody, and, and it's this funny thing because I saw oysters and beer was trending. I didn't really get into that. But I just thought it was interesting. But I, I continued to watch the video. I, I did some research. And she's having this conversation with this guy that's completely one-sided, right? He's being nice. And he's, are you filming me? And she, you know, he didn't react. He wasn't disrespectful. And he talked about she was about an hour late. She blamed it on work. He sat outside waiting. She blamed it on the fact that she didn't know him. So there was no way she was letting her him into her apartment. I understand that point. But I was just like, you know, this is very interesting. Now, as I'm watching this, and I felt bad for the guy because he was trying to be nice. He was trying to be respectful. And he said, you know, I was trying to do things the right way. Uh, this is a nice restaurant. And I'm trying to do, show you, okay, I'm looking for a woman. So this is the expectation of a man. I'm trying to deliver those expectations. But you wasn't delivering expectations of things I expect from a woman. He wanted to hold her hand while they walked. She didn't want to do that. Like I said, the lateness. Um, and just to engage in a conversation, he was thinking maybe they could go there early, they could talk, get to know each other. And she just kept pointing to her looks that you don't take somebody out like me that looks like this. And I'm like, wow. Like, I, I started feeling bad. It was cringeworthy. And I'm wondering, uh, how would y'all feel, ladies? Like, how do you feel, man, take you out to the Cheesecake Factory? And his whole thing was, I am not going to spend, I, I'm not going to break the bank. Let's call for what it is. He wasn't going to break the bank by taking her to, like, I guess the fanciest restaurant if it was the first date. And, you know, a lot of people talk about what's the right place to go, what's the right thing to do, where you should take somebody on a first date. But let's just talk about the menu. Because I don't think a lot of people realize there's a lot of options. You know, you can go there, you can get some shrimp, crabs, avocado tacos, um, obviously like sliders and dip. You can get, you know, salads, uh, turkey. Sandwich, chicken sandwiches, burgers, of course. Uh, I, I mentioned, um, oh, they got Korean fried chicken, chicken parmesan, chicken littles, fish and chips, uh, shrimp scampi. They got steaks too. So I'm looking, I'm like, they have some good options. I, I really did not understand the issue. But I will say this this is the bigger issue that I hate what happens after this. Everybody tends to blame opposite or said gender. So if a woman, in this case, refuses to go in a cheesecake factory, now all women are crazy because, you know, I'm not dating because, see, y'all women expect too much. But man puts on there that, hey, we're going to go Dutch on the first date. See, this is the wrong what's problem with y'all niggas because everybody want to go Dutch. And I'm like, bro, can we make up our mind? Let's stop classifying everybody 
in the same thing. I'm watching the baseball game and the Phillies have just eliminated the Braves on a check swing. Um, so as I'm sitting there watching this, I'm like, here we go again. You know, we're doing this. We're putting people in certain baskets, certain categories. And I, and I just don't think that's cool. Um, and like I said, I don't know what's wrong with the Cheesecake Factory. But I also think, like, so it's, you know, first date, surprise. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've been on first date. Uh, don't plan on going on a first date ever again. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Um, but, you know, it's, it's so much. And, you know, then I seen another thing on the shave room where one lady got on the show and she said, Going to a restaurant is played out for the first date. I'm like, but that's where you kind of sit down, talk, get to know somebody. You can find out a lot of things because you're sitting there talking, and you can also just get a chance to really, you know, see how people interact with waitresses and strangers. You know, I can see if you said the movies, you know, because you really can't talk on the movies. You know, and then there's the whole awkward thing of, you know, hand placement. No, I mean, it, it, it's no, it's not not a place for first date. That's just my opinion. But, you know, by all means. And I can see doing interactive stuff. But like, you remember the show Blind Date? It always, they would do activities and it would always end with a movie. I mean, a dinner. People be hungry. So I didn't really understand that portion. But like as far as this lady, I will say congratulations to the Cheesecake Factory. Uh, I'll be interested to know how many people went to the Cheesecake Factory during the weekend. What did they think? Uh, and, and, you know, how much... Uh, and also, what's your favorite things, you know? What, what do you like to eat? They said, for me, man, I ain't been to the Cheesecake Factory. Oh, yeah. Mother's Day 2019. Bad timing. <laughs> Bad timing. Uh, the reason why I say that was the beginning of my three-year depression. Funny stuff you can laugh about. But, um, yeah, that was the last time I went to the Cheesecake Factory. Uh, but and I would go again. You know, I would definitely go again. I think uh, uh, the food was good. Like, I don't understand the issue here. But when I sat there, and I think another bad trend is we're seeing a lot of people Make these videos for clout to go viral. Now, the video that was posted, I'm not going to mention the name because apparently the one that's going around, I also think the TikTok account is deleted, but that's not the woman in the video. And there's also a thing where I heard that she did not, um, it's not her in the video, it's like a friend and she sent it to her or whatever or something along those lines. But I just think that, you know, to see her constantly recording the whole time was just disrespectful. And I was actually recently watching an episode of Being Mary Jane. She was out to dinner at a restaurant, and it was first date, and the whole time the phone kept going off. And I'm like, yo, is she ever going to turn the phone off? Like, bruh, put the phone on mute. And clearly you could tell she didn't want to be on that date. If you know anything, it's like, First season, I think it's like episode three or four. So at this point, she's really only 
on the date because she's trying to spite the guy Andre because he's married. But I was wondering, like, like, why is she like constantly on her phone? And this lady in this video, she's recording. So it was like, I hope and pray it was a skit. It was to go viral, to create conversation. Um, no, Cheesecake Factory isn't paying me for this. I mean, if y'all want to send that check, go ahead and send it to B Waters Production. Uh, but, you know, like I said, I, I noticed that, like, it, it was trending. It was because of this. You know, like, when I saw Best Buy trending, breaking news, Best Buy said they were getting out of the physical media game. No longer will they be selling DVDs and Blu-rays. So that's the reason why they was trending. I was like, oh, wow. Y'all know I used to work there. I worked there for, some, from for almost five, oh, yeah, five years from September 08 to almost five years, September 08 to February 13. And, you know, it was crucial times where I was, it definitely helped me get a lot of electronics I have. But I was like, that's interesting that they're no longer going to be selling physical media. But boy, oh boy, this cheesecake trend, like I said, it's uh, definitely a lot of people talking, a lot of people sharing their reason for either loving the Cheesecake Factory or hating it. But I really wish we would get out of the uh, first date shame uh, or the my way is the right way. All of that stuff, it's, it's getting to the point. It's very, very annoying. You know, it is. It's very annoying. So, um, I don't know, man. I, I know. But I'm going to go ahead and take a break because afterwards, but I want to jump into a little bit of this, uh, a little bit of sports journalism <laughs> that's been going on because everybody knows how to be a sports journalist. Be back after this message. Ladies and gentlemen, I am happy to announce that I am an affiliate of rogue energy drink that is the world's number one gaming energy drink so if you're looking for a safe supplement to drink to give you a boost whether you're working out or if you're a gamer and you're spending a lot of time we all know it can get very intense and you may tend to sweat you need to re-up on your energy or your podcaster because guess what the same amount of energy that they're putting into video games we're putting into podcasting Simply go to rogueenergy.com and enter the coupon code Brian H and save 10% off on your purchase. You can also click the link in the episode. Might be easier for you, but save 10% off any purchase on the website. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. So, y'all know, one of the things that has always irritated me is when people, whether it's athletes, people who never studied journalism, period, journalists themselves, media personalities, random people on Twitter, Facebook, X, Threads, Instagram, Spill, Blue Sky, whomever, want to tell journalists how to do their job. Recently, um, in the Atlanta Braves clubhouse, Orlando Arcia made a statement. Uh, he threw Bryce Harper out earlier in the series. I think it was game two. 
And afterwards, he said, attaboy, Bryce Harper. Reporters reported it. And all of a sudden, you know, he said that it wasn't supposed to get out. Let me find that quote, because this is a quote card I saw. Um, but yeah, he basically, all right, so that was the quote. And then he said it wasn't supposed to get out. Nobody was supposed to hear it. He said it in the clubhouse. Now, Travis Darno said the Braves were upset. They should be upset with how they played. <sighs> another team over 100 wins. I'll, I'll address my Baltimore Orioles at the end of the show. But another team over 100 wins bounced in the first round, just like the Dodgers, just like the Orioles. But Kevin Gosman, former pitcher for the Orioles, said this is our clubhouse. This shouldn't have been said in our clubhouse. I, you know, one of my favorite baseball reporters, Brittany Giroli, she was on SNY, and she said it's the playoffs. Everything is fair game. And she said anything is a fair, anything is fair game. Everybody wants to get the edge. Every reporter. When you're all in the same place, right? You're tending to hear the same things, except if you're in a different spot. When I was at Morgan State University, my mentor, friend, Dwayne Wickham, he came in there and when he was teaching us, his words was journalists are watchdogs, not lab dogs. And he said that there was a time he was reporting on a story and everybody was on one section of the area. So he went to the other section. And he made sure we understood, like, your job is to write and report, but you have to report something different. If you say it in the clubhouse, honestly, it's fair game, unless you say it's off the record. And that's the thing. Buck Showalter, former Orioles manager, he thought he was off the record, but he said if there was a like a negotiation deal or something or whatever it was, like media rights, he said if that deal gets done, Matt Weeders will be in New York. Now, thankfully, at the time Matt Weeders never ended up in New York, but he thought his all-star catcher would be playing for the Yankees because the Yankees were known to spend money and the Orioles wasn't. And they, he felt that at that time, Matt Weeders was one of the best catchers in the game and would, the Yankees would have done whatever it took to put them on his squad. And he said, oh, I thought I was off the record. And that's the thing. Like, if it's on the record, it is fair game. Now, y'all out there, again, this is what you learn in journalism school. And it's certain things, if you don't, say, because like, this always happens, right? If we want to get controversial, let's do it. The NBA draft, everybody wanted to shit on Malika Andrews. She shouldn't have asked this question. Or she shouldn't have brought this up. Her job is to report. She don't answer to y'all. She answers to her managers, to her producers. This is the reason why she's in the position she's in. Me, there's certain jobs I don't want to do. It's certain things I don't want to do, so I don't do it. I don't want to report on tragedies. That's why I'm not a newspaper reporter. I don't want to report on crime. You know, so 
of everybody telling journalists how to do their job is annoying, frustrating. And I said this before, and, and you know, I said it's the one, one field. Well, it's not the only field. Let me make sure I make myself clear. It is the field, though, one of the fields that people who've never stepped foot in a journalism school, never stepped foot in a journalism course, never even took a class online, feel they can do the job and do it better. Wrong. And athletes all the time, and then the first thing they want to say is, this is why I can't stay in the media. Because they expect them to be their buddy-buddy. They're not your friends. I did media relations at Johns Hopkins Medicine. John is number three, four in the country. Part of my job was to prepare doctors for the media. Now, one of the things Brittany Giroli said was, it's one thing if you're dealing with an everyday beat reporter, they may or may not, because at the end of the day, they want access, right? So certain things they're going to keep to themselves because they want access. They want access to the players, the clubhouse. The national reporters, well, guess what? Your team ain't the only team that's good, so if that's not the case, I'll go somewhere else. Somebody else will let me in the door. I'll take the heat for a week or two. But the locals, they got to see them every day. So while they still have a job to do, they tend to be a little bit more lenient. You know, so I'm, I'm sitting there, and like I said, with different situations, everybody think, oh, I can do this job. It's not that hard. But they have a job to do. And at the end of the day, they're not your friends. You know, like I said, in my days at Johns Hopkins, I used to prepare the doctors. Look, open-ended questions, but make sure you're clear. Be aware the microphone is always on. And watch how you answer the question. It can be edited and manipulated. Now, and I was there doing COVID-19 at the beginning. Now, here's the thing. Sure, some of them, you know, they for the most part, we was covering the local media. So, again, the local's not going to act crazy. Now, some of the ones who were national, that may have been a different story. We never had to deal with that too much. You know? But I always tell people, you have, journalists have a job to do. That's the report. Because at the end of the day, y'all want to know the information. So like with the whole blaming the media, guess what? Everybody who's a Philadelphia Phillies fan was loving the fact that this guy reported it. Because guess what he got? They got to do. They got to see their team get rallied up, hyped up, and boom, they are celebrating right now as I record. They are headed to the National League Championship Series to face the Arizona Diamondbacks. Now, Atlanta, different story. They are upset. But again, if you see journalists around, they don't report it. It's just like the police. If you're in an area where you ain't supposed to be smoking or you got a beer in your hand while you're in a car, which I hope you don't, you're not going to do it when you see the police around. 
The journalist is supposed to be a watchdog, not a lapdog. You know? I heard Stephen A. Smith say one time, he told people, you never get a Christmas card from those athletes. And people like to say, oh, yeah, I'm cool with this one. I'm cool with that one. Whatever. And yeah, you do build friendships over the years. You build friendships, you know. My position now, I build friendships with uh, in the world wrestling world with Amber Rodriguez and Jay Bougie and Chaz the Dawn and Reverend Ron Hunt. You know, uh, on a larger scale, later, you know, early in her career, Mia Yim. Um, but certain things like, you know, I wasn't trying to be that type of reporter. Even if I was, okay, if these are my friends, no, I'm not going to report on that. Like, we, we, Stephen A. Smith goes into detail in his book about Allen Iverson and him having a personal issue because he wrote something. And AI got upset because he said, at the end of the day, it was his name on the byline. And they, they talked about it. They squashed it. But it was during the time he was going through some things and he wasn't there, you know, he wasn't kind of in some, some stuff, but they, they corrected it. So I thought that was very interesting. I was like, here we go again. Let's blame the journalists, brother. And and we got to get better at that. Before I close out, I want to give a special thank you to my Baltimore Orioles. On Saturday, I got a chance to go to the game. The first time I got a chance to go to the game, that was a playoff game, a postseason game, something I long desired since 1996. I got this towel. Shout out to a good guy named Michael. And I got to wave this towel during the game. And it was an experience like none other. I wasn't here when the tagline was, we won't stop. I was in Connecticut. But I got to be here. And I know a lot of people upset. Hell, I'm upset. 101 wins, though. Wouldn't trade it in for the world. Because just a few years ago, I saw 100-plus losses. And that was not fun. It wasn't fun turning on the game, seeing the Orioles lose, lose, lose. But this year, we went for a ride. And I'm so grateful. And I know it won't be easy. I know you just can't just say, okay, bam, we're going to be back. But I'm hoping that the same way the Philadelphia Phillies went back to the NLCS, we can get back to the ALDS and we can get to the ALCS in the World Series. And they just put up a graphic. Oh, reminder. Out of all the teams that was in the playoffs, the teams, the top five best records, Brewers with wins, right? The Brewers, the 92, the um, the Rays and the Blue Jays both under 100. I think 93 and 99 respective. 99 and 93 respectively, I think. The Orioles, Dodgers, and Braves all with over 100 wins. And they all lost in the first round. And guess what? They got a combined amount of one win. They won in 13 together. But it's all good. It's all good. Uh, I'm so grateful for this year. I'm happy. You know, um, I'll be interested to see what pitching changes they make. 
And I'm so grateful for the content creators and these new people I found on Twitter in Birdland. So cool to see so many Oreo fans. And I appreciate y'all letting me have this moment at the end of this show. But ladies and gentlemen, that will do it. We'll be back next week. See what we talk about. But uh, remember, folks, you know, I find it interesting. Don't generalize everybody, y'all. Don't generalize everybody. Let me know what you think about cheesecake. The Cheesecake Factory, I should say. I mean, cheesecake is my favorite dessert. Are you kidding me? Have you had the ice cream? But um, yeah, let me know what you think about cheesecake. Let me know what you think about clubhouse reporters. If the reporters in the clubhouse is fair game, guys, just got to admit it. And guess what? They get 10 minutes. I've been there. I've stood outside for 10 minutes waiting. Shoot. They get 10 minutes themselves. They shower and all that. And then we go in there. Um, shout out to Brother Hugh. You know, we got a chance to go in there and talk with Adam Jones, Michael Givens, Manny Machado, Baldo Jimenez, Chris Davis, Matt Weeders, a lot of reporters. I mean, a lot of players. Shout out to those Orioles. But um, yeah, make sure you um, you know, just understand that. But until the next time, folks, remember, do not let anybody set up a ceiling that you can't break through. So long, everybody. For your wear and one half of the mixed tag show. Now, I know you've seen the announcement for some of your favorite podcasts and wrestling. I've decided to expand my business to become a vendor so that people from the wrestling community have a better way to communicate with some of their favorites. So check out foryourwear.com and see if your favorite podcast or wrestler has partnered up with me. If not, let them know that they should. Also, if you're looking for a vendor for your merchandise, reach out to me at Blue Magic Grind, spell how it's sound on Twitter or Instagram, or at For Your Wear, F-O-R-U-R-W-E-A-R, on Twitter and on Instagram. Shout out to Brian H. Waters and Breaking Through Glass Ceilings. Their merchandise are already up, and they're one of the first ones that's reported, so go support them. All right? Peace.